in the beginning, in the book of Genesis, it says that there was chaos, that there was darkness, and the emptiness of a void. And God spoke. God said, let there be light. Let there be life. And God, through the power and authority of His Word, the heavens and the earth and all that fills them were made. And all of it was pronounced very good. But through the wiles of the ancient serpent that seduced our first parents with his cunning and lies, a new darkness had entered the world. A new chaos that comes about through sin and its effects. And the diminishment, therefore, of life, leading even to the experience of death. And so that word of God that created in the beginning, its power and authority now becomes flesh in Jesus Christ. And Jesus says to the unclean spirit in the man of the gospel today, quiet, come out. Jesus says to the dead man Lazarus, rise, and he rises. Jesus says to the eyes of the blind man, be opened. Jesus says to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven. Jesus, by the power and authority of God's holy word, is now ushering in a new creation, recreating the fallen world and dispelling the darkness that came over the mind and heart of humanity, bringing order into a disordered heart and spirit, a world of disunity and dissension and fragmentation, and bringing new life. This is the gift of Jesus to the church, the Word of God. We just heard the Word of God being read by Brian and Sally, and I read the Gospel. So we just read the Word of God, but who was speaking? When the word of God was being read, God himself was speaking. This was beautifully proclaimed in the document on the liturgy from the Second Vatican Council. Whenever the word of God is read, when God's people are gathered in the assembly, the mass, God himself is speaking. And that word that we have heard has lost none of its power and authority to recreate us. This is why when the gospel is proclaimed in the beginning, we sign ourselves on the forehead, on the lips, and on the heart. 
We want that word to claim its power and authority over our minds and to dispel any darkness that may still be yet lingering there because of ignorance or sin. We cross our hearts because we want that word to take complete authority and to exercise its power in our hearts to redeem and overcome any sin and the disordered, divisive effects that it has in our life. And then we cross our lips because what happens when we experience that power and authority of God's Word redeeming us, we want to proclaim it. That was, this is the purpose of the Psalms and the reading, the second reading from the letters of Paul or John or Peter. It's the proclamation of what God did for me. My dear friends, There is such a great need today that God would give us a greater hunger and thirst for the Word of God. To be people of the Word. People who live in every way by the words from the lips of God. Because there is a spiritual sloth and laziness that is very dominant in our world today where we have and find ourselves so quickly and easily with any of our free time going first to all these other distractions and diversions and things that give immediate satisfaction and pleasure, and yet our Bibles remain on the shelves collecting dust. It is so easy to click on that TV, to peruse the internet, and these things can be used for a lot of good. And they have a place in our life. And they're wonderful gifts from God. But there's something wrong if all of my free time is crowded out. Any possibility to ponder the Word of God. I know people who use the Word of God for their daily bread. They open this book and they spend at least five, at least five, ten minutes, and they just read and receive light encouragement, support, whatever the Word of God provides. I forgot what else I was going to say. I'm having a junior moment. Have you ever had those? Some people tell me at one day they're going to come become senior moments. I don't know. These junior ones are pretty bad. So my dear friends, if we believe what Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, what is more important 
than to fill ourselves with the Word of God that teaches us what is the way, what is the truth, what is the Word that gives life. Let us become people of the Word. And perhaps as one suggestion, a practical suggestion, when Father Kevin Clinton was here, he encouraged the formation of groups, families and friends that would get together and they would study the readings of the upcoming Mass. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we reformed those groups and formed new ones to gather in homes or gather here at the parish and to go over the readings of the upcoming Mass we would get so much more out of the Mass if we read the readings beforehand. Maybe we'll find a way to try to encourage the reformation of those groups. What a blessing that would be for us and our parish. Amen.